Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And we are live. Hi, everyone. So uh, we're so excited to start our first Way In Wednesday in the maintenance group. If you've been a member of our uh, like latest weight loss programs, we do this thing called Spill the Tea. And this is where we talk about the program, the process week by week. We invite on guests and members to share their journeys. We absolutely are going to want some of you members to come on and share your journeys with us as well and break it down and chat it out. We just want to have really relaxed conversations, really relaxed and real conversations about where you are at in your journey just on a whole other level besides you know just logistically like really talk about the feels how it feels to finally be here some of the questions and concerns that you have you know now that you've actually reached your goal then what so the first thing I want to do uh, is introduce Odette she is the new manager of the maintenance group now Odette um, you've you've been in maintenance for a while so why don't you introduce yourself um, tell people who you are because we have people who were in like my very first group like right now we're running the 17th weight loss program this is the mm -hmm. first and only maintenance group so there's some people who popped in from older groups where we didn't do spill the teas they may not know you so how about you introduce yourself Odette yeah so I've actually been uh well I was a Livy lurker for a long time so if anybody <laughs> that did see my um spill the tea from a few groups ago so I've been following you since um 2018 wow um, oh. Yeah, so not not a member of the group, but following you and, and referring people because I worked in health and wellness. So um, weight loss wasn't my jam at the time. So yes. when clients would come to me, I'd said, well, there's this great program, you should join it. So I've been following you since then. And then just in 2020, um, I needed it for myself. So yeah. yeah, so after the pandemic and, you know, all that stuff that hit the fan. So I signed up um, as a member in January, 2021. Um, and I hit my goal in December of 2021 and have been maintaining since. So, yeah. So since December, so you're going to yeah. be coming up on a year in December. Coming up on a year. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. And it was August. So that same year was 2021. And then August, I was like, I need to be a part of this because I had struggled. I had a messy middle, like everybody else. Yeah. And the group is what really got me through, like coming into the group. And I wasn't super vocal, but I really took away um, tidbits and and inspiration from our members. So yeah. I thought if they could get me, you know, over that finish line, I want to help people get over that finish line because it was doable. Like when you're stuck in the middle and it's not, you know, the best place to be, yeah. um, the group was really, for me, it was the place that I needed to be. So, and that's how I joined the team in August of, yeah, 2021. So what about your maintenance? Where Because you had a passion yeah. specifically for working in the maintenance group. And what was yeah. that about? Yeah, so maintenance didn't, it wasn't this easy transition for me. Like I didn't hit my goal. Like I hit my goal in December and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in maintenance now. Like, that's it. I don't, I don't do anything else. I'm in maintenance and quickly learned that that's not the case, that there is still work to be had after that. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it can be a little bit more difficult because it's not just, this methodical program, once you're in maintenance, 
you yeah. know, like I was trying to personalize the plan, but I was still pretty methodical about it, that I didn't pay a lot of attention to how I was feeling. Yeah. So once I realized that, no, this place is work like this, I got to get my head around it. Then that's where I like maintenance really became for me in the beginning of this, you said, you know, then what I heard you say that maintenance yeah. is the, then what, like you've yeah. lost your weight. And this is the part that's going to take you to finally and forever. Like this time, this work you put in now, yeah. You know, even though you want to be done so bad, <laughs> like you just like, don't want to think about it anymore. This, this active maintenance, this, these next few phases, this is what's really going to get you. It's finally forever. And that's why I was so passionate about it. Yeah. It wasn't just an easy thing. Well, you saw that almost and I didn't. And I, I, I do have to not take blame for that, but really recognize that I kind of presented as it's so easy. You know, you lose your goal. You just keep personalizing the plan. You just do this and you're fine. You wake up, look good, feel good. And people were asking me for like a maintenance group for a while. while, And I was like, why though? Like, what are you going to talk about? Like, and then as we even started this group, we it, things really started to evolve. The more questions that, you know, the members started to ask, it's really, I mean, like you guys, Valerie's watching and Carrie Ann and Monique, the questions that, you know, p- the members were asking made me realize, okay, they, they still need support. Mm-hmm. They still have questions. And we've even come up, we're going to get into this, that there's really four stages of, of weight loss. There's like the losing your weight, reaching your goal. Then there's active maintenance, like, you know, just kind of keeping things status quo. Then there's like learning to live live after weight loss in a sense that you're testing the waters and not sure and then they'll wake up look good feel good go about your day so there's a lot to be done between now and then and I will add just before we get into Anna a big part of the conversations we've been having behind the scenes is like this should be the place you try to get to and now that you're here, yeah, you want to have a lot of fun with it but we're also very serious about making sure you're setting yourself up for success moving forward and there's a lot to that. Mm-hmm. To that, yeah, so. there, there really is a lot to that because like I said um, a couple minutes ago like it was I was very methodical about it that I didn't put a lot of um, emphasis on how I was feeling so mm-hmm. I thought oh I'm in maintenance I can have bits and bites and then I you know my the scale wasn't going up a lot so I thought I was fine but I didn't feel like I didn't feel good I would wake up congested you know like after I'd had a day of indulgence or I'd wake up and feel gross and but I was relying on the scale so much because that was the number I was like trying to get to that once I started to really focus on um the way I was feeling and really put the time into mindfulness that's when it started to really click for me and that's when it started to become easier because I would wake up and be like oh I feel good today this is how I want to feel and how what am I going to do to feel this good and so that was what really you know kept me going versus just this methodical plan yeah, because when you're in the group, you're hyper focused on seeing your lowest low, and it's all like physical, what you're eating, and all that. And then you get there, and you're good. And then that really is where that mental part comes in. That's where you really have to be mindful. And that, to me, that's your ticket to, that's your ticket to sustainability. That's your ticket mm-hmm. to really moving on from the weight loss part. Easier said than done. Okay, I want to introduce Anna for those of you who may not know Anna. Um, Anna is now the director of group operations. She's been with us for a while. She was a nurse. Uh, she quit her job because she had so much passion for the program. Um, she's down you're 98 95 95 95 and then you're you're not sure where you're going like you're still focused on losing are you you're into maintenance and I think this is such a good conversation because as you know you can think you're done and then not be sure that you're done then you can want to go for more or then you can think you think you want to go for more and then realize that you're done so maybe introduce you where you are in your journey and the kind of perspective that you're bringing to this conversation 
Yeah, perfect. So I have been a member since uh, fall 2020. Um, that was my first group. Um, I had, you know, a significant amount of weight to lose. I, I mean, I'm here, you know, lost 95 pounds at this point. So I mean, that's, that's a pretty big number. It's a pretty big difference from where I was to where I'm now. Um, and I think that that's actually kind of in the maintenance conversation, this is kind of where I'm at. Like, I feel like there's been so many times where I'm kind of almost flip-flopping because, yeah. you know, I've lost so much. I'm so proud of where I've come. I'm almost like, okay, I'm good. Like I could be in maintenance. And then one second later, I'm in the back in the messy middle somehow. Then I'm still, you know, in pursuit of weight loss. Like I'm really kind of, um, I'm kind of figuring out where I'm at and where, where, you know, like where I feel comfortable with myself. And I think that it really comes with so much change. So quickly. I know it, it was a longer process for me, yeah. but it still was really quick in the scheme of things to lose a hundred pounds. Right. Like, I mean, that's a lot. And, you know, I, I, I have this conversation with Odette. I have conversations with other people in the team. Like, well, how do you know you're in maintenance? Like, this is kind of the perspective I'm bringing to the table is where I'm kind of like, am I at the end? Am I still going yeah. for it? What does really maintenance mean, you know, and how does it, how does it, how do you figure that out? Like, how is it, you know, Odette, one day you woke up and you were like, Hey, yeah. Okay. I'm done. You know, like where, where, where do you feel that? Like, there's so many days that I'm like, okay, I'm done. I feel great. I mean, I've lost a lot. I feel great. But then there's another day where I'm like, Oh, you know, like I could lose, you know, five more pounds, you know? So I'm kind of in that, in that trying to go and be into maintenance, but I'm just not sure if I'm quite there yet. So I'm, I'm, that's kind of my perspective on this. I'm like, right at like, I think I'm at the end of my journey, but again, like I said, the next day I could be right back in the messy middle. So, you know, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm at. This, you know, when we talked about the maintenance group in the beginning, we're like, no, 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 no. The maintenance group are people who are done. They're out there finally and forever. And what I think we're starting to realize is what you just talked about. This is also part of maintenance Yes. because like, you can lose your weight. And then once you spend some time in maintenance, realize, you know what, I could totally go for more. And that's so loaded because you feel like you should be grateful. You should, you know, you, you look what you've already done. And then you, you have people cause you you've lost and you're there telling you, you look great. You don't need to go for more. So it's it, like, I think this is actually that that's part of maintenance is, is wondering if you've even reached your goal, deciding to go for more is still part of maintenance and kind of what you did like whether we like it or not I think it's part of the conversation now I think like how did you know Odette you were done so my yeah so my goal changed a couple times like so yeah. when I first did I will be totally transparent I did it for um vanity reasons like I like that's how I started <laughs> that's okay I didn't, I didn't have like a I didn't have a weight problem like growing up I was never overweight I you know a couple pounds was creeping on you know here and there and then when I finally realized like a lot had come on in a short amount of time. I just wanted to get off a little bit to feel better. So, you know, my goal changed from 20 to 30 to 40. Yeah. Um, and then when I hit 40, I was like, okay, I could probably go for more, but I made the decision to, to not, because I just felt like I felt like I was done because I felt like I could get up and I was just happy. Like happy. I was just like, I could put on whatever I wanted. It wasn't like I had to struggle to, to put something on that felt comfortable. And so once I started feeling better, I really started thinking that I looked 
better. And for me, yeah. that fed into like, you know, what my goal was at the very beginning, you know, mm. what my end game was. So for me, it was really a feeling versus the number. I mean, the number was amazing to see, like, don't get me wrong. And I fixated yeah. on that number for a long time. But when I was able to get up and it was like the holiday season, I was putting on whatever dress I wanted, whatever jeans I wanted. And I felt good and I felt confident and I felt healthy. That was really my like that was my sign that I was, that I was done and I was feeling good and at my end game. Have you ever, wa- do you waver on that? Do you, do you waver on it? Do you like, like after Thanksgiving or you're indulging this weekend, do you ever think like, oh my God, like, where are you at with the scale? Like I want that people have some comments. I definitely want to read, yeah. but you know, like where do you still panic about that? Like I know one of the questions we wanted to talk about today was like that panic still on the scale. Do you even mm. use do you still do you still panic do you Uh, oh my god am I done do you ever second guess it yeah I do second guess it because I still not to the point where I feel like I need to do anything about it but I second guess it because I do still have a little bit of um visible fat you know like I still like when I sit down I still have a little bit around my midsection I thought oh I could get that off but I don't feel a need to get that off for me Mm. like I don't feel like I need to really struggle to get that off. Um, and I don't panic about the scale. You know what, what makes me feel a bit more panicked is when my, um, the button on my jeans feels tighter. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like I, you know, this is, I don't like this feeling. So, you know, let me just clean it up a little bit. So that's what, that's what, and that I think for me, it goes back to really focusing on how I feel versus the number on the scale. And I think that's, what's helped me you know, stay within this really comfortable range for me, which is, you know, five to eight pounds here and there. Yeah. Um, and that's, what's really kept me, kept me going is because I really am focused on how I'm feeling versus the scale, but I used the scale at the beginning a lot. Like I was really, you know, I was so focused on keeping it at that 40 pound um, yeah. marker that I wasn't even thinking about like how I was feeling. And then once I started, you know, really using that as my tool, I found the, the scale wasn't as panicky. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to read some of just the comments. Um, Valerie, maybe a bit dramatic, but it's definitely critical to my maintenance phase. I think that's being, that's being the, the group. Are you talking about the group? Yeah. The group and, and, all, and also being mindful. Um, I'm happy to hear Odette says it's not easy because that's the way I'm feeling right now, but I'm so thankful to have this group because I feel like if I was out there on my own, I could very easily fi- fall back into old habits and undo all the work that I've done. Mm-hmm. right like that's I think that's it that's that it's you've created these habits and make change and just because you reach the goal physically you still have to work towards supporting those habits I yeah, think I that's think so. a, oh I'm sorry I think no. that that's so much with the that mental portion of it I think is such a big deal as per like for the maintenance I think that that's why we have this discussion about the four stages of weight loss because mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like your body can do the work. Your body can do the work. You can physically feel good. Like you physically are at your goal. The number on the scale makes sense, but your, your mind's still not there. Like, you know, yeah. uh, the member that was, that you were just reading about is saying that, like, I don't trust myself to go out and be able to not have that support, you know? And I totally resonate with that because it's a lot, like I reached where I'm at a while ago. I've been working mostly now on my mental gain, you know, and that's where I'm struggling, where I'm like, am I in maintenance? Am I not? I mean, yeah, there's still that physical feeling where I'm kind of like, okay, some days I feel like, oh my God, yeah, I'm totally in maintenance, you know, physically. And then some days I'm, I'm more bloated or whatever the case may be before my period or whatever, um, yeah. that I'm not, you know, and that I'm like, okay, I can, I can stand to lose a little bit more. But I think that the reason why I haven't crossed that 
threshold yet is because really I am still still working on that. So I think that like, you know, you you've gotten your goal, you're now in maintenance. I think it's so important to remember that like that active maintenance isn't only about solidifying your weight. It's really about mm. the whole solidifying the whole thought process when it comes to yes. like really your mm-hmm. thought process when it mm-hmm. comes to to dieting and the whole diet mentality, especially if you've only done, you know, one or two groups to get to your goal. For example, you know, like I I've been, I've been fortunate, unfortunate, right. To be able to have partaken as a member in so many groups, because I've been able to have a different focus in each group. But if you lose so quickly, I think, which is great. I mean, this is where we're at. I think that sometimes your body or your mind doesn't really catch up to those changes and catch up to that information and, and really use it to, to make you feel that calm, you know, that you're looking for it finally and forever. Yeah. You don't trust it. You don't, you almost don't, you almost don't, you almost don't yeah. trust it. And that's that kind of disconnect. Yourself, yeah. Right? Because I think, you know, you're not there because you're so in tune. Like you can tell you're a little bit on shaky ground with it. Right. Like, like as Gina mentioned yesterday, this is one of our notes from someone who asked a question. A member was asking about imposter syndrome. She feels like, although she's at her goal weight, she's an imposter as she doesn't yet believe she trusts the process. Yeah. I think a big part of this is the diet industry having lost and then gained. And until you kind of experience it, you don't really know it. But to your point, you, you're not, you're not really there. You can accomplish a lot. I don't think that happens fast for some people it does, but it's amazing what you can accomplish in a very short period of time. And physically you can really see a lot of change, but mentally you're still working through that. Odette, you have. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Just like hearing that about the imposter syndrome and her not trusting, I think, you know, you do this program and you you're here, you do it because you trusted the process. You knew it was going to work. You trusted it. And now that you're not physically doing the process, like you're Mm -hmm. not going through that, you need to learn to trust yourself. Yes. You need to like, you need to get to that place where you're not afraid to go out. You're not afraid to be around all the foods. And that's not, you know, you might not find that in the program. You've got to find that like in yeah. this, this part of maintenance that you can, you know, you, you know how to, you have the tools, sorry, to trust yourself. Now yeah. you trusted the process. Now you need to trust yourself. Yeah. And that's not it. That's not easy either. Like, once you, you know, and it takes a bit of work. So yes, it's yeah. not easy. Let me read Carrie Ann. Hi, Carrie Ann. It's really the support of the group that feels so important to me. I reached my goal last December, like Odette mm-hmm. and have been maintaining to the exact pound until the end of August. The summer fun caught up with me and now the scale is up between seven to 10 pounds. So I'm back trying to get that scale moved back down. I don't need it to the low, low, but about five pounds less is where I'm sitting and would be great. No question. Love the group. Okay. So this is that where, you know, you, you lost the weight while you're focused on your lowest low, you know, and now you're being more relaxed about life. You enjoyed your summer, things are coming, whatever. And now you're sitting above. And I think what catches people off guard, which is normal, you're eating carbo. Hopefully you're not as being mind as mindful, really, since you've lost since December. So you are a little bit more relaxed, um, you know, but I think what catches people is that big, when you feel bloated and gross, you feel just as bloated and gross as you did with all your weight on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's the same feeling. You guys find that? So yeah, it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent the same feeling. And that's, you know, like you, you feel like you've lost all this weight. You should feel fantastic all the time, but that's not the reality of it. Like you are going to have those days where you don't, yeah. you know, you don't feel your best. You feel, you know, bloated, like you have those fat days for, you know, lack of a better word. And it is the same, but you know, 
trust again, like learning to trust yourself and being in tune to that feeling like, oh, I don't want to feel like this all the time. So I'm going to, you know, make those decisions that are going to help me, you know, not feel that way. So yeah, Yeah. it's true that it it does. um, You know, I still have those days, you know, almost a year later, of course, and it's not always necessarily after, you know, an indulgence. Sometimes it's, Mm -hmm. you know, a big indulgence because it'd be just after, you know, one or two things or, you know, so it's just being in tune to that. I think that goes a lot uh, with imposter syndrome. I think that this really goes hand in hand because it is true. You do have the same like fat days. I, I hate that word, but you know what I yeah, mean? Me too. Yeah. You know, like you do have those, those days where you're not feeling your best and that you're, you know, bloated and you're not, your jeans aren't fitting and you need your loose jeans or whatever the case may be. And I think that that's almost where I'm at, where when that happens, I feel like I'm right back to where I was because like I said, like I've said to you before, you know, um, I look at my befores and afters and I, I know that before girl, that's me. Yeah, that, that's yeah. me. It, I didn't change. Like, even though it's so physically different and somebody who doesn't know me is like, oh my God, this is crazy. It's like, that was always me. And that's still me. I'm just in a different little, little shell package. You know what I mean? So I think that it, I think it's, yeah, I, I think it, it has, it's so tied in together with that whole imposter syndrome thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to cut those ties though on who you are because it's not you. I mean, it is you, but it's not you making those choices and the lifestyle and the thoughts and behaviors and patterns and all the stuff that supported that life. And you've worked really, 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 really hard to break that. I just have jeans in all different sizes. That's what I do. Like, it's not a joke. I have my big mama pants. I have like my skinny jeans when I, you know, whatever, when I ever can fit them in for like a hot second once a month. Like, I think that's, a. it's true though. It's like- It's a yeah. big part of is understanding that, that, that in life, your hunger levels fluctuate in different seasons. Your body kind of reacts differently when you're, your hormone different times a month, your body reacts differently based on your food choices to your point. Oh, dad, you were like, well, if I start to feel bloated and gross, I should probably maybe make choices that make me not feel bloated and gross. Like, but it's not a, Oh, I'm going to get my weight back. It's probably my, my head and not as scary. Oh, you're going to get fat again, but Hey, yo, like maybe we could like eat a salad, you know, like, yeah. You know, like, so it's a lot that part of that old beliefs being terrified you're going to gain. And that actually that like the whole body positivity thing, you know, I'm all for that. You should love yourself at any size. But I think there's something to be said about that voice in your head who's Mm. telling you to stop eating the chips. I feel like crap, drink some water, do some things where some people get so terrified of that feeling rather than trusting it's it's them saying to themselves, you can maybe like make, I hate the word clean it up too. I'm going to need a better word for that. I I hate clean it and food isn't dirty and clean, but you know, like make some choices that are going to actually make me feel good. It's so complicated, eh? Yeah. I think you, I think you bring it like when you do have those days though, it really brings you back to where you were when you first started the program. You know what I mean? Like where you were at your, at your before waiter or yeah. at your before person. Right. So you're feeling it and it doesn't matter what size you're in now. You still feel the same way that you did when I was a hundred pounds heavier. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it brings you right back. So I think like just listening to you guys, I think that finally and forever is more than just a goal weight finally and forever is that calm that that yeah. whole point of yes. like yeah I have a whole bunch of different kinds of you know sizes of jeans and I'm totally fine with it and there's some days I can wear them and some days I don't and and that 
that's finally and forever that calm at the end right when you're just like I can have pasta for a week you know straight and be okay Mm -hmm. with it because I have the tools in my tool belt to be able to come right back you know use back on track you know have the support of a group something something like this you know or or whatever the case may be you have these yes yeah and we have those days like I mean my husband did the program too and we have these days you know, where we'll go away in the summer or we'll go away for a weekend and we'll come home on a Monday and look at each other and be like, we need greens. <laughs> we need greens for a few days now, you know, because we, it's a feeling. It's not necessarily that we've jumped on the scale and we're up. We know that it's probably going to be up at that time, but yeah, it's that feeling of like, yeah, you know, we need some greens and we need to, you know, get on our water for a few days and then you just move on. So it is that calmness of like, I, of not thinking that you wrecked yourself on the weekend. Yeah. So it is, it is that calm feeling. Finally and forever is a feeling. It's not a number on the scale and yeah. it's moving on. I've always said from that weight loss fight to constantly thinking about it, I need to lose weight and whatever. I think that's different than, okay, I had fun. I need to like rein it in. And so, you know, like it's not, if you're going to choose to make these choices in life, you need to recognize that where we are with just like the ability to make the foods that we make, it just, it ends up having us eat foods that don't really jive well with our systems, which are going to make us feel a little off, you know, or something is just so damn freaking delicious that we want to eat more of it for whatever reason, right? Okay, I want to go to a couple of Marcy's here. Hi, Marcy. My brain is still catching up to the weight loss after all this time. It it part takes a long time, especially since being overweight most of my adult life. So Marcy was in one of the earlier groups. She totally crushed the program. Um, and, and we see her still around the groups. I love to see her in maintenance. I actually follow her on her Facebook page and she's always traveling and out and about with her family. And she just looks so happy that, you know, I would not guess that, you know, you'd still be struggling with this, but it still makes sense that it's on your mind because it was a big part of who you are were for so long, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, it, I can, I can, I mean, I, this is where the imposter syndrome to be totally transparent comes in That's for it. me. And Anne and I have had this conversation before in my backyard, actually saying that, you know, I didn't have that. I felt like an imposter because I didn't have this whole lifetime of weight or this adult oh. lifetime of weight. So I was like, well, who am I to, to help people and support people? Like my, I feel like I didn't have that behind me, but yeah, just having to lose, you know, a few years um, worth of weight is still, you know, you still have to deal with that emotionally and mentally too. So yeah, you're right. Does, Good point. Yeah. So it does, it, it would be hard to, I mean, and I can speak to that more than I can, like, you know, having that lifetime behind you where you're trying to come to terms with that, that you're not that, you're not that size anymore. You're not that person anymore. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It, honestly, I, I get it. And and I like I said to you in the backyard, Odette, at the end, everybody's everybody's story is a story that can resonate. You know what I mean? To other yeah. people. But I think that there is something to be said about being used, like used to who you are and identifying as somebody who's large. Yes. Can we talk you know? about the airplane? Cause we, we were talking this on spill the tea in the weight loss group, but Anne and I were talking about, cause she just flew. She, oh, she's a BC to DRBC team. And I was talking about how, when I was flying back from my trip this weekend, I sat in the um, row where you get the extra seating and because you were by the emergency exit and, and uh, the, the, as they were telling me that, and I've sat there before, I've so many times I sat there and as they're saying, you pull the lever, you open the door for the first time, I looked at the size of the door mm-hmm. and I was like, who the hell is going to fit through that door? And I said to Sonia, who the hell is going to fit through that door? She's like, I don't even know if like Sonia, who's my girlfriend, she's my chief of staff. She's on, 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 she works with us. She was like, I don't even know, honestly, if I'd fit through that door. And I was telling this to Anna because I, I'd seen people talk about, and I guess I didn't fly anywhere when I was overweight. So, cause I was just so, I'm just, I was broke and young and you know what I mean? Nowhere to go, I guess. Um, you know, and, and Anna was saying like, you just flew, this is the first time you flew and you felt, you almost, you felt like that. Oh my goodness. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I actually, I was explaining this to you yesterday, you know, in the other group, I actually you know, didn't realize how much those small nuances, like asking for the extender or like, you know, making sure that you're making choices based on your size still affects me. You know, it's like, um, I got the, I got the aisle seat remembering, like I, I specifically put an aisle seat because I knew that like before it was so difficult for me to shimmy out of the, of like from the window seat, you know, it's, all these funny choices that you end up making because you identify as that, that bigger person. And I, yeah. I think to myself, like it, even at the, at the at wonderland with the seatbelts and they get stuck and you're like, Oh my goodness. And, and they're trying to hurry you up. And they're like, and you're like, I can't, I can't like physically, I can't, you know, and you don't realize how easy it is until you do it again. Like I haven't traveled in so long and I've always been large traveling. And I was like, wow, things are so much easier at this size than they were at that size. So I, I, I understand that. And I think that it really messes you up mentally. Maybe that's why I'm still in my messy middle where I kind of don't, I don't feel like me yet. You know, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe that's what it is because it's like, I've been large for so long, like early teenagehood, you know, like I've, it's always been this like dream of mine to be where I'm at now, but I never felt like I had the chance, you know? So yeah, I don't know. It it really, it really can mess with you. So I can totally appreciate uh, what Marcy's saying because 
It is a hundred percent true. Like you identify mm-hmm. as that and it doesn't matter how, like it gets easier for sure, but it, and it, it comes with time and it comes with experience and it comes with that sense of calm that I'm, I'm starting to really work on. And I'm sure uh, Marcy is as well, but you still kind of identify and there's still things that you do in your life that you remember that were so much more difficult back then, you know, in, in, in your previous life. You know? When you're talking about this dream of yours, immediately I'm thinking like all the, all the people who were signed up at Weight Watchers when they're 12 mm-hmm. and you, you didn't have to lose a hundred pounds or gained a hundred pounds. I think to resonate with this, not feeling enough, you know, we could get into culture and all of that, but you know, not feeling that you're enough. And so many, how many women look back and, and, and see their, you know, when they were in their twenties, they're like, oh my gosh, I thought I was so fat in my Mm twenties. I would just die to go back there. And, you know, now you're 40, 50, 60, 70, you know, still trying to lose this weight. It's constantly on your mind, right? So you don't even need a lot of weight to recognize the, the patterns that you're constantly dealing with. Okay. I want to get to Carrie here. Carrie's been with us for a while. I did one of the original groups with success. And that is no small feat because, man, I was a hot mess back in the day. I remember. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> I was there. Talk about progress over perfection. Right. Oh my God, we've come a long way. We've come a long way. Um, I, I, with success, we did a group in 2021. I still have those thoughts of I could lose 10 more. But I think I had to let go of some of that mental game. I'm comfortable, close fit. I can take my mind off the process. If I need to clean it up, I can. Stressing less has helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just focused on just focusing on sort of where you're at, you know. And you know what I love? So we do have to get going because we're we're running out of time or past our time or whatever. Um, someone on my Facebook page saw the team photos. And they said, you know, what I really love is that they're not just everyone who's lost weight and they're super skinny now. They're just, you know, a variety of shapes and sizes, different amount of weights, and just everyone looking really happy. And, you know, to what one person they want to weigh 110, another person is happy at 160. And do you know what I mean? I think that's also we need to normalize that that not everyone needs to weigh, weigh 120 pounds as their end game. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think so. I think it would be um, easy to, to like really focus on that 120 or that number and like try and get there. But how much better are you going to feel? Like for me, it was like, I don't know how much better mm-hmm. I'm going to feel if I go for 10 pounds. Cause I feel yes. pretty friggin' fantastic right now. So do I want to, you know, keep chasing that number just for the number or, you know, do we want to just be celebratory of where I am in this moment? Right. Like I was like, I feel great. I, you know, this accomplishment that I've done is, is amazing. And this didn't come right away either. This came, you know, you know, a couple months after it comes in time, where yeah. you just, yeah, like it really celebrating, you know, where you are in the moment and yeah, that, you know, that number on the scale, if it's 10 more pounds or 50 more pounds, if that's what you want to do, I mean, I think that's awesome. You should do it, but I don't think you should downplay where you've come, you know, this far. Like I think Carrie, you know, talking about, does she want 10 more pounds or not? I think that will come to her in time too. Like she'll be, she'll know, but. Well, you know what I love about that? She's not sure. So you could be okay where you're at, which that that's a massive win. Or if you want, go for the 10. Like, and I think sometimes maybe people get stuck there and they're like, they're focusing on that number that they're not there yet, rather than focusing on the beauty, the beauty of 
actually also being okay where you are. Like yeah, that's yeah. an amazing place to get to. You know, I could be here. Should I go for more? I could go for more. I'm not really, and people stress on going for more when the, the, the magic is in the fact that they're okay with where they're at really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, being okay with where you're at. I just got yeah. goosebumps. Ladies, it's our time. It's our time. Um, How did that happen so fast? How did that happen so fast? <laughs> <laughs> right? This is when you like, I'm telling you, this is why when I used to do lives back in the day, you guys would relate. They would go on for four hours because I just, I love talking about it. And I love, you know, I, that's what I think a big part of this is like having our members join mm-hmm. and, you know, being part of the conversation. I mean, eventually I love to join, I've had them on, but I think this can be so valuable. I think, cause we're just saying out loud what a lot of people are really thinking and struggling with. That's just so much more difficult than putting into a little text box. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like we're, mm-hmm. we're trying to be here to help you answer those questions, but I think there's so much more to it than what you can answer in a little square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited to have this space for them. Like, you know, it's, I was talking up the top, you know, I'm so passionate about this program and, and yeah. this phase of it because I, you know, I went through it and I, there's such a need for it. So I'm so happy that we have this for them, you know, to yeah. be able to, to come yeah. together. This is where you want to be. We should be excited. Yes. There should be a party. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes, we got the feels, but at the same time, we should all just sit back and say, we've gotten this far. Like you have yeah. to go, I think you have yeah. to take some time and pat yourself on the back too, because like, you're just trying to get there, get there, get there, get there. You want to be there. You want to be there. You can't wait to be there. You're tired of it and all of that. But no one takes time to be like, look what the heck I've done. Like, this is mm-hmm. really amazing. There's nothing wrong with sitting with that. Final words, Anna, Anna. I just think I like I resonate so much with the patting yourself on the back. And I also resonate with, you know, our last member who shared that she doesn't know if she wants to go for her 10 pounds. I'm right with you, girl. I'm right with you, you know, Um, I, I really I'm actually learning a lot from this conversation. And I think that it is really important to pat ourselves on the back of how far we've come. And not saying that you just throw it all away because look at what far I've come. Here's yeah. all the things, you know, but mm-hmm. pat ourselves on the back and appreciate that there's a, another journey kind of ahead of us to make sure that we're where we want to be at the end, but yeah. also look back and be like, holy man, look what just happened here. Yeah. You know, look what I yeah. did. Like we might, I'm, I'm already on to my next group. The now that you got that finally and forever, now it's like taking everything that you've learned and putting towards something else. Like mm-hmm. how to really level up in your life, whether it's work or all the things that you want to do, man. I'm already like, you know what I mean? It's all different stages. Yeah. We're always learning. We're always going. We really yeah. have to go. Um, remember that if you're in the group, we are turning these into podcasts as well. So you can listen over in the way in which you know podcast. And I think we do have members that are repeating the process um, to solidify their weight. And we are have members who got, who came in thinking they were done, but they decided to go for more. Like we're all part of the same community. And over on that way and platform is all of the lives. So you, there, there's no reason why, you know, you're in that place where you are still looking to lose that you're not going to gain a lot of value here listening to this because when you get here, do you know what I mean? You've already had those conversations. So it's all over there. If you're looking, thanks ladies. I'm already excited about our next conversation next week. This is Me the weird, aw- this is a weird, awkward part where I'm trying to figure out how to get off this line. You, to you, it. Got, this. you got this. You Thank got you. it. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye, ladies. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.